I posit that people give Samsung a hard time and they shouldn't because they did exactly the right thing after the launch of the iPhone and pretty much have ever since. Wait, wait. So are you talking about the Samsung thing where they copied the iPhone? Let's cast your mind back. You've got 2007, the first iPhone is released. And then you've got the reactions of all the various people. So you've got Steve Barmer saying, you know, this thing's going nowhere. They're not, they're not going to figure it out. And then you've got Nokia saying, ha-ha, very funny. I mean, those aren't exact quotes. You can, you can look them up. But you've got all these different massive industries, BlackBerry, Nokia, Microsoft, all the people who are, have already got embedded interest in the phone sort of space. They're all like, ha-ha, right. very funny, Apple. Good luck with that. The only company, as far as I know, who didn't have that reaction was Samsung. We found out later in the the Apple versus Samsung lawsuit that they had an internal document going, you know what, we've seen the iPhone. The difference between our product and theirs is like heaven and earth. I think that was their exact language. Mm. And here's all the things we need to do to to rectify that and yeah okay it was it was quite similar to the iphone it didn't look identical but it had a lot of the the same features but you know i think it's a bit hypocritical to laugh at all these other companies and go haha very funny guys you you didn't get you know the massive train that was going to come through and destroy your companies and then to in the same breath go but oh samsung you shouldn't have copied Apple. That was bad. Right. But what they did was they copied Apple. So surely there would have been a different way that they could have gone with that. They could have you know, taken their own path and still managed to get to somewhere like they are today. I, I don't necessarily think that copying Apple was necessarily the best plan. I mean, it landed them in all sorts of hot water. <laughs> How much would they have had to do, though, to, to take their own path? Like, what is an acceptable difference and what isn't? Like, for example, you know, you pull down your notification center in, in iOS and that feature is directly pulled from Android. You know, iOS didn't have a notification center, didn't have the concept of pulling down on anything. Android had it and then one day iOS had it. I mean, is that is that copying? Yeah, I mean, I can't really say with 100% certainty because I don't know what the one on Android looks like. I'm going to look it up. But what I mean is the they don't look identical, but the concept is the same. You know, you pull down from the top of your phone, uh, you read, you know, things like your recent notifications and you can interact with things in there. Yeah, I, look, I, I will yeah. freely admit that the first S1 probably went too far, but I think people kept giving Samsung a hard time long after they should have. You know, the Galaxy S2 looks absolutely nothing like an iPhone. The Galaxy S3, in a lot of ways, was quite an innovative phone. Like, people don't say that about Samsung, and I think there's a lot of things that are that are mixed into that. But I just think if you look at the, the S2 yeah. and the S3 and where they went from there, you know, they really did kind of go down their own path, and they were quite, you know, successful with it. Sure, but I think, I mean, the, the thing that you're suggesting Suggesting though is that they made the right decision in copying Apple and making a phone that essentially looks the same. Your example of the notification shade thing, the menu that you pull down from the top compared to Apple's notification center, I mean, it's it's a similar concept of, you know, a pull down menu. It doesn't necessarily have all the same stuff. Uh, Android appears to have like a, a bunch of controls that are in control center, which you pull up, which I guess is kind of similar as well. I think they've, you know, taken the concept, but ne- not necessarily the implementation, whereas the, the S1 was almost a direct copy like an actual direct copy of the of the iPhone and that is like that's a that's a different thing could they not have done essentially what has been done with this notification center and other you know times when apple copies android and android copies ios where they basically take the the concept not necessarily the implementation or look or whatever and kind of go their own path with it yeah i mean potentially but i think i think my main beef is from a company point of view they did exactly the right thing. They copied something that was clearly going to, you know, end up being a market leader. And then they springboarded off that. And I think for, for years and years after that, you know, they, they got lumped with this 
sort of thing that you know Samsung just copy Apple. You know everything Apple introduce, Samsung going to copy. And I don't, I don't know. I don't really see see it like that. I should point out that I don't particularly like Samsung as a company. I don't particularly like their phones, you know, very much. But I think if you look at how successful they've been, you know, since then, it's clear that they were one of the the few companies that that actually got what was going on. I don't think. Any other companies yeah. did, and I don't. I don't think they get enough credit for that. I, I mean, I, I I guess I understand what you're trying to say. Like they they obviously saw the market going in a specific direction, and they followed it. And obviously, they were they were right to do something about it. I don't necessarily think that copying is necessarily the way to go. And I mean, if we kind of step outside of the whole Galaxy S one and iPhone arena, Samsung have copied other stuff as well. Not that recently, but kind of in the last year or two, they created a game controller for, for i think for maybe for their phones that basically looks identical to the uh to the xbox controller yeah i mean yeah i don't know that doesn't look that much like an xbox controller i don't think you'd think of the things are in the same place I, I look at it and i see i see an xbox controller at first glance yeah but how far back do you go with that i mean there was nintendo yeah. controllers that also look like that i think if you find the some of the wii controllers they have like a similar yeah this thing looks similar enough that you see it and without having the xbox controller which admittedly is like right below the initial picture on this page <laughs> you just gotta scroll down a bit without seeing that my first response is yeah i can kind of see that that looks like an xbox controller yeah but i mean i, I could put an xbox controller next to a GameCube controller and you'd be like, well, they look similar. Like, did Xbox rip off the GameCube? Well, see, and this is, I mean, here's the thing, right? And you kind of touched on that before. Like, how far do you go with this? I, I think there is a kind of a direction where you can that you can go where obviously, like, you can arrive at a particular location by coming at it from different sides, right? There's no reason why uh, Samsung wouldn't have made a controller that has, like, a similar thing. Like, you look at the, for instance, the PlayStation controller uh, versus the, the Xbox controller they're obviously very similar in a lot of ways they've both got you know both got essentially two handily bits with a bit that kind of connects the two of them and so you know, they're, they're kind of the same shape but if you look at them you can go yeah that's a playstation controller yeah that's an xbox controller they don't look anything alike but they kind of do in the way that you know they both have d-pads and little joysticks and four buttons and stuff like that but they're completely completely different You've posted a GameCube controller in here. I have. Yeah, so just let's say, for example, you're like, oh, they copied Microsoft's button names, you know, A, B, X, Y. I mean, the GameCube had that before Microsoft did. You could say, oh, they copied Microsoft's stick locations, but the GameCube had that before Microsoft did, as far as I know. I'm pretty sure the GameCube one, you know, came first and had all those same features. I mean, different design. And I'd argue that, I don't know that, I haven't touched the Samsung controller, but it seems like it's a completely different shape. Like, it, if anything, Well, I mean, it's it's kind of squarish, rectangular-ish, whereas the Xbox controller kind of has the two bits that kind of stick out from the bottom of it. I, but, I mean, the thing is, is that you look, I look at the Samsung controller that's, that's attached to this phone here, and honestly, like, it looks like a modded version of an Xbox controller. I look at this game GameCube controller that I've got a gigantic photo of on my monitor right now <laughs> is it's bigger than real size. <laughs> it's bigger than my head. <laughs> sure, it has an A B button and an XY button and it has two sticks in the D-pad, but again, like it looks completely separate. 
So you put this next to the Xbox controller, and this clearly is a different controller. Whereas you put the the Xbox controller next to that Samsung one, and it only makes it look more similar. Like I I, th- I think that the problem here is that Samsung has kind of like got a thing for copying, and that's why they get such a bad rap. I think this kind of gets to the the core of what I'm trying to say. Like I I think the S one you know went too far. I think they crossed an invisible line between looking at what what's out there and picking the best things for your product and just you know hitting the duplicate button on your photocopier. But I think ever since then they've been tarred with that same brush you know i think they've done a lot of things different since then i mean like i said the s2 looked nothing like any iphone the s3 certainly didn't look like an iphone you know everything they've done since then is quite different but people tend to to fall back into that they're like oh you know every time they see something from samsung they're like oh samsung you know copied i'll get i mean to give you an example there's a there's an article here on you know daring fireball where John Gruber found some pre-released images of the S6 and he's like, look, Samsung have gone back to copying Apple and ha-ha, isn't that funny? But it turns out if you've seen pictures of the S6 that it looks absolutely nothing like the ones Gruber linked to and it, again, looks nothing like an iPhone. I think there's there's a lot there. There's there's the fact that you know the S1 was a bit of a clone, but I think there's also, I've got to be honest with you, I think there's a bit of racism in there as well. I mean, Samsung being a Korean company, I think you do find, especially in America, I think a lot of people are like, you know, America is the best and America invented everything. And I mean, you hear it when the president talks, you know, we invented the internet and we have the, the biggest companies in the world and we own the internet, basically. I think there's a little bit of that, you know, I've got to be honest, mixed in there as well. Yeah. I mean, I can understand that. I think in a, a world like the, like the one that we live in, you tend to carry around the, the decisions that you make um, for a really long time. And I mean, the fact that they made the decision to copy the iPhone was, pr- I think, was probably the wrong one. I, I think, like you said, that you think that they made a, they, they went too far. I, I, I definitely think that they went too far. I, th- I think it was morally wrong, but I mean, from a business point of view, it was. I mean, that was absolutely the right decision. That's what got them to where they are today. I think mor- morally, you could say definitely. I think that the fact that they 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 identified that that where the direction that they needed to go was right. I think the choice after that, like the choice of okay, well, let's just basically copy the iPhone. Let's produce an iPhone, a phone that putting them side by side, they could be like they could be uh, mistaken for one another. I, I think that was definitely the wrong decision, ab- absolutely business wise, because by doing that, it's it's not so much that they did the wrong thing in identifying where the, the market was going. Clearly, that was a good thing. Clearly, they've got their heads screwed on nice and tight, good quality screws. But the thing is, is that when you make a <laughs> like a, a duplicate of a different device and then go, here's our phone, you know, here's our game controller, and you know, people can clearly identify it as looking almost identical to something else. That was that's, I mean, not even just legally. That's that's kind of not a good idea and you do carry this stuff around like you carry around you know the the decisions that you make because that's what people identify you as people take first impressions first impressions count a lot and so what you end up having to do is uh is basically say hey look you know don't don't judge us based on our first our first one here's here's our new thing and look it doesn't look anything like it but People still see the whole, you know, the the first that first impression. People always go back to that. Yeah, I can I can kind of see what you're saying, but I, I think at the same time, I feel like okay, the the S1 decision. Let's just say they they went too far. You know, they they copied too much. Maybe they were in a hurry to to get to market, and they probably should have you know put the brakes on it a little bit. But I mean, you think about some of the stuff since then. You know, they they pretty much pioneered the idea of a big phone. I mean, you look at the iPhone six plus. 
And you're like, oh, isn't this an amazing size? And, you know, I'm glad that Apple finally gave it to us. But when Samsung brought out the Galaxy Note, you know, in the Apple community, that was that was a laughing stock. People were like, ah, giant phone, good luck with that. You know, you guys are idiots. You know, you couldn't think of anything else to do, so you made the screen bigger, you know, ha-ha. And that, that was a thing for so long. Yeah. It's six months to a year to two years that people were laughing. And the, the Note was selling. And, you know, people were like, oh, yeah, you know, people in, in Asia or some weird country, you know, they, they want a Note, but not, not in America. You know, we, we don't want big phones, which wasn't true. You know, the thing was selling worldwide in huge numbers. And it ended up being that, you know, in the end, Apple went there as well. You know, they made a giant phone and suddenly record sales, you know, surprise, surprise. And I don't think Samsung gets enough credit for pioneering some of that stuff. You know, I think a lot of people see them as the company that says, you know, let's do crazy things and, and see what works. And that rubs some people the wrong way. But I think, you know, they pioneered the idea of a, you know, a giant phone. They pioneered a lot of other things in the, in the phone industry that I don't know that at the time they were, you know, laughed at for and that now are just, you know, super common. Yeah. But I think, I still think that it's a legitimate thing to have to kind of prove yourself afterwards. Uh, like after having made that initial first decision, like that, that is somewhat legitimate. Like maybe not to the point of like we're still like you know six versions of a phone later, and we're still kind of talking about how you know the the original phone looked basically the same. But at the same time, like they've copied other devices, they're doing other stuff. Like clearly, they haven't kind of r- realized that they've that that's a problem. So maybe maybe they haven't heard, they haven't learned the lesson there yet. I don't know. Yeah, I, I kind of think they have. I feel like they did they did learn a lot. People are still giving them a hard time for something they did, you know, back in two thousand and seven, two thousand and eight. That you know they've moved on from since. And I think a lot of people you know view decisions that they make later on in the same light. You know, Samsung brought out like a a health platform and a a cloud platform. And you know when when Apple brings out our cloud and then you know Google brings out you know, whatever they have, you know, that's seen as, well, you've, you've got to have that. That's table stakes. You know, when Microsoft makes SkyDrive, you're like, well, you have to have, you know, a document system. But, you know, Samsung does it. And people are like, aha, S-Cloud, you know, very funny. Is, is that because Apple has iCloud? And at the end of the day, there's just some things as a, as a phone maker, if you want to be a big player, that you have to have. You know, you have to have a cloud solution. You have to have, you know, something in the health space. You have to have some kind of wearable. And I don't know, I just don't see the same level of, of ridicule, you know, leveled at other companies that, that Samsung gets for doing, you know, pretty much the same things that they do. Yeah, I think, but I think you, like, that sort of, that, that sort of, um, view of a company, like the, the, the perception of a company is something that gets carried around a lot. Apple get that as well. And I think Google get it to a certain extent. Different, different kinds of perception, right? Like, Apple is seen as like this company that must innovate or die. And uh, so therefore you get, you know, the whole, like you get almost every, every time they release a new phone, you get this kind of, you know, or release a new product or do anything really that you get this kind of onslaught of, you know, Apple are doomed and therefore all the jokes that go out with that. And on the other hand, like Google is seen as a bit creepy and uh, they've got all your data and they, you know, they, they, you know, they know who you are and everything about you. Companies get these perceptions because of the choices that they that you know they make and the the choices that their board and CEO and employees make. I, like it reflects on a company, and that's that's something that like companies need to consider when they're actually making choices about the stuff that they do. And I don't necessarily think that any of these companies, Apple, Google, Samsung, any of them, kind of treat that the way that it really should be, because perception is everything. Perception is absolutely everything, and it's. Like, it's really clear, I think, that, you know, that uh, 
Samsung is paying for the perception that they that their company has. Google, I think, pays for it as well in some ways, and Facebook as well. Like the, all these companies have perceptions about what you know, what they're like and who they are. It takes a lot to to change people's perception of you, especially when you're a big, fairly slow moving company. Whether or not it's it, it's deserved is, I think, kind of separate to the fact that that exists so, so the i mean the, the whole point is like samsung have uh, uh, this this perception of their company deservedly or not i think they're not in any any different of a basket to every other company just the, the choices that they've made are reflecting on them as a company now i, I think that kind of like the, the your initial argument uh, like your initial statement of you think that they made the right choice yeah i don't think they did i think they should have maybe seen where the market was going and figured out where like what the most important bits of that of that direction were and gone there. I, I think that I think making the choice of just doing a, a, a direct copy of the iPhone was not was not a good decision. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I think if you got a time machine, you went back in time and let's say you work there and you encourage them to spend another six to twelve months, you know, building their own thing. I think one, whatever they come came out with still would have been compared to the iPhone and still would have been, you know, labeled a clone, maybe not to the same extent, but I think they would have still had that reputation because I don't know, I just think, you know, Apple came out with this this new innovative sort of form factor. I kind of think of it as, you know, you've invented the the first car and then someone else invents something that's similar to your car and you're like, hey, you know, I invented the car, but Clearly, you know, the car is where transportation went, you know, four wheels, an engine, a, a drivetrain, all that sort of stuff. That's that's where the industry moved. And I, I think had they, I don't know, I don't know what benefit, you know, them them taking a, a longer time and designing their own thing it would have had business-wise. I mean, morally, obviously, that's that sits a lot more comfortably. You're like, well, you know, at least they've spent R&D time and they've whatever else. But I don't know that the world would have seen it like that. I think whatever came after the iPhone was doomed to be, to be called a clone of the so, iPhone. like, I mean, do you think that that would have? Been, so you don't think that would have been the case had they made a device that was similar in all all of the important aspects: big screen, you know, thin form factor, et cetera, et cetera. You think that that would would have been a? You think they still would have had you know been labeled as a clone? Like, what what about all the other devices that came out? Uh, with with the big screen and they look different. But that's the thing. The the S one was the first the first high profile one that came out. You know, it was the first among all the phones that have mm. come out since. And I think whoever was the first to that market with the proviso that they were successful, I think they would have been labelled exactly the same way. And I think Apple would have been just as shocked that you know any company copied the direction that they were going in. I don't I don't know what they were thinking internally, but it does seem like they thought they'd have like a, a few years. Yeah, on I, I think like I think that. Maybe they would have been loaded, labeled a clone initially. Like they would have been, you know, would have had that that uh, thing initially. But I think they would have recovered from it a lot better had they not necessarily. Like, I mean, how much time do you think that they saved by by basically making a duplicate? Do you think that like they? I mean, they didn't obviously didn't use all the same pieces because it does. It is you know, it's similar, but it's not the same. So clearly, they had to like somebody had to sit sit down with a with a CAD program and you know design all the bits. So. Could they not have spent that time, like some of that time, also making like making adjustments to it to make it not the same device? I, I wonder how much time they saved by actually like by actually making a duplicate of the phone. I I don't necessarily think that they would have you know had it been uh you know a slightly worse you know worse design. I don't necessarily think they would have suffered from that 
as much as they have suffered from the the fact that they've you know that they were labeled a copycat and then and, and you know that's carried through and become like a reputation that they have uh, at least amongst uh apple fanboys for lack of a better term uh, apple enthusiasts i think that's a better yeah, term. okay <laughs> enthusiasts yeah yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying, and it's impossible to know without going back in time, which, which you can't do. And I get the impression that it would have taken them a little bit longer and they would have still gotten, I don't know, 95% of the, the same things lobbed at them just because anything that looked even remotely like an iPhone, like imagine had they come out with the Galaxy S2 with the Galaxy S1 specs, if that makes sense. So the design that they came up with afterwards, the flat plastic back with the the bumpy things on it that wasn't round it didn't have a silver bit like an iphone i think if that had been their first product i think they still would have gotten the same reputation at the end of the day unless you know they sat back and let someone else go first you know with with some big success story but uh, i don't necessarily think that, that like the whole the samsung device that i'm looking at which i is the galaxy s2 it looks enough like an old school phone like pre iphone that i think they i think that they would have done a better they would have done better. Whereas the S1, which I had a photo up of, the S1 is essentially an iPhone, like in most ways. And it doesn't look, it doesn't really look that much like an old, older phone at all. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I can see that a bit. I mean, the, the things you'd pick out are the silver frame around the edge of the S1. Yep. And I guess the fact that it's, it's a rounded plastic back. Rounded wrecked. Uh, it's, you know, like it's got kind of, I'm not seeing the back in this particular photo. Here we go. Here's one's kind of plastic with Google. This one's got a, like a white back. I guess the older those older iPhones had had a um silver and black back, didn't they? The kind of I think half- it was black, and the white one came later, didn't? It? No, the first one, the first the first iPhone had the the kind of half and half type thing going on. It had like ah oh, yeah, yeah, and sil- like and the and the kind of aluminium part, and then. Yeah, and then they went kind of all black plastic for a while. Yeah, I, I think that they probably had they kind of come up with the 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 Samsung S two with the Samsung S one specs. Had you had they come up with the S two as the as the design for the 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 S one, I think they would have done a lot better. I think they would have actually managed to get away with it. Uh, well, not not necessarily get away with it, but you know, I, I think they would have like they maybe they would have everybody would have pointed and gone, huh, look that that looks like an iPhone. It's got a big screen, but I, I think that uh, that that would have died off a lot more quickly because it doesn't look like exactly like an iPhone. Like a person walking down the street and seeing that in somebody's hand are not going to see, not going to point and go, yeah, that's an iPhone. Like that's an iPhone. Oh wait, no, it's not. It's not an iPhone. It's a Samsung. Oh my bad. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's it's a different. I think it would have been a different thing altogether, personally. Yeah, I think we we might have to agree to disagree on that because I think at the time and in the context of the iPhone and the huge amount of you know press that it that gathered and the huge amount of I guess marketing that Apple did at the time, I think if you had pulled the S two out of your pocket, people would have still thought it was an iPhone. Like I think at that particular point in time, when your only reference thing that you'd seen all over the television was an iPhone, mm. then I, I still think you would have thought. Yeah, this is iPhone. Maybe, maybe though, historically they would have been treated better when they could have come back and said, "Hey, look, you know, this looks nothing like an iPhone. It's 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 a screen, sure, but it's a completely different design." Maybe because I just I remember a phone. I think it was by HTC. Yeah, so HTC had a phone. I remember I remember selling these phones when I when I worked at Voda. It was actually one of my favorite smartphones. Quote smartphones. Of the time, because it ran Windows, Windows CE, which was the... Uh, <laughs> Good times. Yeah, 
yeah, that was uh, that was yeah, scary, scary thought. Thinking back that far, uh, <laughs> and so like, never mind the fact that it's slight, like the keyboard slides out from under it because you know clearly it didn't go that way. But HTC made several phones that looked not dissimilar to this around the time because this this was how you used like this was a PDA essentially, um, and they all had keyboards that slid in underneath the the, the front. But like, close that up, and that could be could be you know might not never mind the fact that there's like a billion buttons on the front still that that could <laughs> um you know that could pass as as like a today version of of a phone and I, I think that like i don't think that you know the large screen was necessarily as uh as innovative as everybody kind of has has made it to made it out to be and i don't think necessarily apple was the first one to be there with that because these things were bigger than what this actually kind of makes it feel like and it is mostly screen on the front so I think it was possible that they could have gone in another direction. I think it was absolutely possible, and they probably could have pulled it off. Yeah, I d- we're definitely going to have to agree to disagree on that one. Yeah, yeah, I think so. 